Red Auerbach said, the only correct actions are those that demand no explanation and no apology. Now isn't that just dandy? It likely means the key to correct actions is to never make a mistake, to never make an error in judgment, to never make a social or emotional miscalculation. You get the idea. Red may have identified the key, but using it may be a bit risky. It is the same key that locks the door to personal growth, more fulfilling relationships, and expanding opportunity. So long as you don't overdo it, an occasional apology is, as Grandpa liked to say, a good way to have the last word. Just be sure to keep Kimberly Johnson's caution in mind when you apologize. Never ruin an apology with an excuse.
You may be tempted to presume self-confidence is a good quality merely because it improves your performance. People who are self-confident generally do better than those who aren't. Feeling confident does enhance one's functioning, but that is only the half of it. As Lord Chesterfield said, polished brass will pass upon more people than rough gold. The point is that looking confident may be as important as being confident. Niccolo Machiavelli put it like this, Men in general judge more from appearances than from reality. All men have eyes, but few have the gift of penetration. Daniel Webster expanded on the point, The world is governed more by appearance than realities so that it is fully as necessary to seem to know something as to know it. Balthasar Grayson may have been excessively cynical. Things do not pass for what they are, but for what they seem. Most things are judged by their jackets. Even so, Ivy Compton Burnett's view is likely at least partially correct. Appearances are not held to be a clue to the truth, but we seem to have no other. The take-home point is to be sure, along with being self-confident, you also appear to be who you want others to think you are. For example, along with feeling like a winner, you also need to look like a winner.
very few people possess true artistic ability. It is therefore both unseemly and unproductive to irritate the situation by making an effort. If you have a burning, restless urge to write or paint, simply eat something sweet and the feeling will pass. What do you think? Is Fran Lebowitz right? Many may have a burning, restless urge but few have true ability. Henry Ward Beecher said, Every artist dips his brush in his own soul and paints his own nature into his pictures. Note, true ability isn't required. You just dip inside yourself and paint your nature. It's like Isaac Bashevis Singer said, Every creator painfully experiences the chasm between his inner vision and its ultimate expression. Sure the chasm will be there. Still, it's your nature, and only you know how well you have captured it. No great artist ever sees things as they really are. If he did, he would cease to be an artist, according to Oscar Wilde. As John Cheever pointed out, art is the triumph over chaos. It has little to do with how others think the world is or ought to be. George Santayana thought, an artist is a dreamer consenting to dream of the actual world. It's your dream. Who is qualified to tell you that you are having the wrong dream? If anyone dares to knock your dream, remember the words of Jules Pfeiffer. Artists can color the sky red because they know it's blue. Those of us who aren't artists must color things the way they really are or people might think we're stupid. If your sky is red, then red it should be. Only stupid people and non-artists would think otherwise.